Texas voters are still going to the polls. Will today's primary results clarify the presidential race for Democrats and decide it for Republicans? And what does the high Democrat turnout in Texas signal? We'll ask a couple of experts. This is Jerry Johnson Live from Crystal College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Your host is Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson. The planet has a fever. All right, that's Al Gore, and it was snowing yesterday in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, and uh, there is a breaking news story on the global warming front, and that is this. The founder of the Weather Channel says he is going to file a lawsuit which will force the global warming alarmists to make their case before a court in the United States. In just a few minutes, we're going to hear directly from him. But you've heard of Super Tuesday. Today, I'm calling this Tipping Point Tuesday, because we said almost two months ago on this program, for the first time in recent memory, the Texas primaries could make a difference. And I predicted two months ago that it could come down to Texas. Here we are. And I say it's tipping point Tuesday because if Hillary Clinton does not win Texas, she's finished. I said that a week ago. I said it a month ago. I say it again tonight. If she cannot win Texas, she is out. Here's Hillary Clinton. These are two really critical states. Obviously, you don't get to the White House as a Democrat without winning Ohio. And we're going to put Texas in play. But she's not going to get on the ballot unless she wins Texas. She will not be the Democrat nominee unless she can win. Some even think she has to win by a large majority. We'll talk about that later. Here is uh, Barack Obama. We have the chance to show America that this is not just a flash in the pan. Okay, when you hear him say it's not a flash in the pan... You almost get the idea that uh, he's getting a little self-conscious now about all this criticism. We're going to talk about that. Is the Obama campaign melting down, possibly? What do you think of that? Now, here's, for the Republicans, Mike Huckabee. Winning in Texas could certainly uh, change the dynamics of the election. Well, it certainly could if you yeah. could pull off Texas. <laughs> His strategy of keeping McCain from winning the absolute majority... And taking this to the convention, it still would have a slim chance. But, folks, this is the primary process. And uh, should you vote 
uh, for McCain if actually you prefer Huckabee, or should you vote for Huckabee or McCain if you prefer Paul? We're going to talk about that. Now, here's John McCain. He's basically saying, look, there's a clear choice between me, the Republican frontrunner, and the two Democrats. We will have stark differences. They are liberal Democrats. I'm a conservative Republican. All right, Penny, we've got a couple of special guests coming up. Talk about that. Well, we do. We've got uh, Ralph Reed. He is with Century Strategies, and of course, he's the guy that built the uh, Christian Coalition to a powerhouse. And uh, we have a lot to uh, ask him about with regard to this race. Uh, We'll ask him about some of the strategies that voters are taking to try to influence the opposite party. And uh, we'll also ask him how Christians can still continue to have an influence throughout this process, even if they don't get their exactly favorite perfect nominee. Uh, We'll also have another strategist with us. Uh, He is Michael Erickson, and he is chairman of the Republicans for the National Interest. He'll also join us to talk about different scenarios and what he sees happening in the future. And it's very interesting. You mentioned, Dr. Johnson, could Obama's campaign be melting down? And, you know, you never are supposed to say the negative. He shouldn't say that I'm not a flash in the pan because that just puts that in people's minds. Why would he say it? Unless he feels like it's a charge that must Mm -hmm. be defended. I think that's very interesting. Well, the polls are showing Hillary doing just a little bit better in Texas than she was the last few days and, of course, winning in Ohio. So tonight's uh, results on the Democrat side could be surprising. All right. Buckle your seatbelts because this show is about the Christian worldview. And, of course, if you're pro-life against abortion, if you're pro-marriage against homosexual marriage, and um, if you're conservative in your voting patterns, in your activism— What do you think of this proposal that Laura Ingram, Rush Limbaugh have put forth? And that is that you go and vote for Hillary Clinton. That is, the Texas primary is an open primary, even if you're a Republican or a conservative Republican, that you go and vote for Hillary just to keep the contest going all the way to the third day of the convention so that the liberals are fighting it out and distracted. I talked to a well-known conservative here at Criswell College today. I'm not going to name him, but he said he voted for Hillary Clinton. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And I want to ask some of you what you think of that strategy. And so just in just a moment, we're going to take your calls on this strategy. The number is 800-881-9270. Could you vote for Hillary Clinton, if you're a Republican, if you're a conservative, just to keep the battle going, to keep the liberals uh, fighting one another, Obama and Clinton, 800-881-9270. Or is that a sacrifice of your principles? Is that playing God to try to, you know, trip up the opposition in that kind of a sneaky, strange sort of a way? Now, let's go to this breaking news story on global warming, because here it is. I'm going to set this up. The founder of the Weather Channel, John Coleman told the International Conference on Climate Change, March the 3rd, that the channel has become global warming alarmist. That is, he laments the direction of the Weather Channel as a propaganda mouthpiece for the global warming alarmist. He says it's lost its way and it should quit telling us what to think. Now, you're going to hear Coleman right now. Here's what he says. He is planning to bring a court challenge to the global warming alarmist who are selling these carbon credits, people like Al Gore. I have a feeling that this is the opening. If the lawyers will take the case to sue the 
people who sell carbon credits. And that includes Al Gore. If they, that lawsuit would get so much public, so much media attention, and as the experts went to the witness stand and testified, I feel like that could become the vehicle to finally put some light on the fraud of global warming. All right, that's John Coleman, the founder of the Weather Channel. He says he's planning to file a lawsuit against people selling carbon credits, people like Al Gore, so that the global warming alarmists will have to make their claims, and there will be counter claims in front of a court in the United States. What do you think of this, Penna? Well, you know, it's this whole idea of paying for your sin, in a sense, with dollars. You're buying these carbon credits so you can go ahead and pollute. And he wants these people that are advocating this to make the case that this is a good idea. So, you know, this lawsuit will cause this this to be out in the open, and I think it's great. I guess the Weather Channel is for sale, or it's been sold. So he's no longer in control there, and now he's critiquing them. So this is like Martin Luther exposing the sale of indulgences. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, now I want to remind you something like this has already happened in the UK. You had uh, a lawsuit in England about the showing of Gore's film in public schools over there, and a judge actually came down and said there were six, seven, eight falsehoods in the Gore film. And you have now this sound from one of the weathermen on CNN essentially rejoicing that the courts in England revealed the fraud of Al Gore's global warming agenda. I want you to hear it. The case stems from a father who accused the government of brainwashing kids with propaganda by showing Gore's film in the classroom. Schools may have to issue a warning before they show students the controversial movie about global warming. Finally, finally, somebody... So, come. You, so you don't agree? Oh, there are definitely some inaccuracies. And, you know, the Oscars, think about awards for fictional films as well. Well, the biggest thing I have a problem with is his, his implication that Katrina was caused by global warming. And there's a number of studies that have been out, and they're really the jury's still out. Global warming does not conclusively cause stronger hurricanes like we've seen. All right, that's the weatherman on CNN. And uh, we wanted to remind you that when global warming hysteria went to court in the U.K., Gore and company lost. It looks like the founder of the Weather Channel, John Coleman, is going to do the same sort of legal action here. We're going to be following that story. Stay tuned to Jerry Johnson Live. But the big story today in Texas, tipping point Tuesday, that is, it's uh, in or out for Hillary Clinton today. She must win Texas. Many people are saying, even conservative evangelicals, look, uh, I'm going to switch over and vote in the Democrat primary because I want to keep this fight going between the liberals. What do you think of that strategy? Is that a sacrifice of your principles to go out and vote for someone you don't want to be president just to throw the opposition into confusion? We've asked for you to call. The number is 800-881-9270. We've got Wes on the line from Burleson. Wes, have you voted today? And what do you think of this unusual strategy? Uh, hello, Dr. Johnson. Uh, Pena, I'd first of all, I'd like to say uh, I love your show and uh, listen to it every day on my commute home. Great. Uh, so God bless you for what you're doing. Um, first of all, I, I am a Bible-believing Christian, and uh, believe me, I had, I had to, to really hold my nose, but I did it and uh, voted for Hillary Clinton today. Uh, and, and a lot of people ask why uh, I would do that, and, and a lot of people are doing it. Yes. Uh, but I have to say that, uh, you know, I, I really believe in the strategy that uh, – 
uh, she can be beaten by by John McCain. Yes. Um, John McCain is not my first choice, of course. Uh, I, I really like Mike Huckabee, but um, but I do think that he, that he has a lot better chance of beating her than mm-hmm. Barack Obama. I, I know he's maybe they say losing some steam, but I believe that's going to come right. Hey, thanks, Wes, for that call. You know, the fact is. When you look at Hillary Clinton and John McCain, she talked about earning her wrinkles yesterday when people said, hey, we see some wrinkles every once in a while in the afternoon and the makeup starts fading. She said, well, I've earned these wrinkles. Well, the fact is they're going to be similar in age, you know, 10, 15 years apart. But you got Obama always look older. in his 40s and you got McCain in his 70s. That's a huge gap. A lot of people saying the energy level. Uh, it's going to be tough for McCain to counter that. What do you think? Well, there's this religious fervor behind Barack Obama. It may lose some steam as the substantive issues begin to be discussed, but that's what scares a lot of people. And I, you know, Carl Rove said months ago that Hillary was beatable by uh, most of the Republican candidates. And this strategy is playing out right now. I'm kind of wondering in my uh, precinct if people are doing that, because, I mean, usually the Democrat table is just empty. (laughs) And today it wasn't. And uh, the uh, people were coming in and voting Democrat. And I'm just wondering if they are following the strategy up in uh, where I live. I don't know. All right. What do you think of the strategy? Voting for Hillary to keep the Democrats, the liberals fighting one another. Charles on the line from Dallas. Charles, what do you think of this? I am completely nauseated by these flakes that are switching parties. (laughs) it, It is completely disgusting. It is more of a statement to stand on your principles and say, this is who I, I I believe in, and it will get more of attention if we do that. Mm. And I think these people need to be very careful what they're asking for, because they very easily might get it. All right, Charles. Yes, I, I in fact, I told my friend today who voted for Hillary, I said, well, I understand that, but if she happens to get elected president, I said, I will recognize you as, as a man who helped sweep her into office. What do you think of that? Well, we've got callers on the line. Frank, hang on. Lori, hang on. We're going to get you in uh, when we come back from the break. I promise that. And um, a lot of people think, well, actually, you should vote for Huckabee, even if you think McCain can will win, because a Huckabee vote or even a Ron Paul vote would pull McCain to the right. A strong showing from Huckabee, from Paul, would be a pull to the right. McCain would appoint a more conservative vice president. He would defend the platform vigorously. He might build that fence down on the border. So what do you think of all this? Ralph Reed is coming up next. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter. We'll be right back. If you're looking for a college experience that is distinctively Christian, come to Criswell College. Contact us today for information about the upcoming term. Criswell College places a strong emphasis on the Word of God, a Christian worldview, and being an effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ. Criswell College is totally committed to the Bible as the authoritative, inspired, and inerrant Word of God to ensure that every student receives a solid biblical and doctrinal foundation. Our worldview approach to ministry prepares every Criswell College student to view each academic discipline through a Christian frame of reference and to engage our culture and the world of ideas from a Christian perspective. Along with this word and worldview emphasis, each Criswell College student gets hands-on ministry training in missions and evangelism to be an effective witness through mission trips at home and abroad. Contact Criswell College today for information about the upcoming term. Call 1-800-899-0012 or on the web go to criswell.edu. That's chriswell.edu. 
You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. We will have stark differences. They are liberal Democrats. I'm a conservative Republican. All right, that's John McCain. Of course, he's running for president of the United States. Today is Tipping Point Tuesday. Hillary must win in Texas or she's finished. Limbaugh and Laura Ingram encouraging many conservatives, um, many Republicans to actually go over and vote for Hillary today to keep the Democrats, the liberals fighting one another. Frank, what do you think about that? Thanks for holding. Sure, I don't mind waiting. Um, I, you know, in good conscience, Dr. Johnson, I, I can't do that. I mean, I remember old, old pastor Dr. Bob Jones used to say, when something is that popular, you better run away from it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I have to vote for someone who's going to support life. I mean, Mike Huckabee, I probably won't win the nomination, but as a Christian, I'm going to defend life. I mean, if, if she won not only the nomination, Dr. Johnson, but the presidency, this is the woman who's going to, uh, you know, appoint justices that will, will continue the slaughter of unborn children. I can't possibly in good conscience support that. Hey, Frank, thanks so much for that insight. Well, folks, let's sort of back up now and look at the big picture nationally. With us to talk about it is an expert, certainly. That's Ralph Reed. He's founder and president of Century Strategies. He really did help to rebuild, to build the Republican Party in Georgia in uh, early 2000. Of course, Ralph Reed served as the executive director for the Christian Coalition. Ralph, thank you for being with us again. What do you think's happening today? Well, we're looking at, as you know, Jerry, record turnout. It, um, it, it looks like we're going to have somewhere in the neighborhood of north of 3 million votes cast today in the Texas primary and, and a record number in Ohio. And I think it, it portends, um, without question, one of the most dramatic, exciting, and unpredictable uh, presidential elections that we've, we've ever seen. Um, I think that Hillary will win Ohio and Rhode Island tonight. Obama will win Vermont. And uh, Obama will probably, I'm not in the prediction business, but just based <laughs> on the available polling that we have, it looks like he'll win a narrow victory in Texas tonight. Mm. But in the, in the delegate count, uh, even should he win, it's not likely to, in the end, make a difference of more than five or ten delegates. And I think this thing will go on to Pennsylvania on April 22nd. And, and potentially, I don't think you can rule out the possibility that Hillary goes all the way to the convention. We'll just have to see. So, because of the complicated system here in Texas, whether Hillary or Obama wins, they both will come close in delegate count, is what you're saying. Yeah, that's right. And I, and I think, conversely, if Hillary were to win Texas and Ohio, while I still think mathematically she's got a very big mountain to climb, the reality is that from a momentum standpoint, she will have stopped Obama's momentum She'll be alive, and I think at that point, barring another string of defeats, I think she definitely goes all the way to Denver. Ralph Reed is with us. Uh, he heads up Century Strategies. And, Ralph, we're having a little debate with our listeners about this idea that has been promoted by Rush Limbaugh, Laura Ingram, and others, even, I think, Karl Rove, in uh, uh, Republicans going and voting in Texas for Hillary because Hillary's, quote-unquote, more beatable. And some people think, well, I just can't do that because I'm pro-life. Others are saying, well, it's the outcome that's important here. What do you think? 
Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I participated in a symposium uh, that was online with National Review yesterday, and they asked us the same question, <laughs> uh, actually a little different question, which is what would be best for conservatives, for Hillary to lose and for it to be over or for her to keep going? And I made the point in my contribution to the symposium that sometimes in politics you need to be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Uh, you know, I remember uh, when liberals were licking their chops at the prospect of running against Ronald Reagan, yes. who was viewed as too old, too far to the right, over the hill, and unelectable. And he went on to carry 43 states against an incumbent president um, and, and win in a landslide and carry the first Republican U.S. Senate since the 1950s. I would offer this word of caution to Republicans. I understand where Rush and others are coming from, because clearly on paper, Hillary is the weaker of the two candidates. Forty-seven percent of the electorate uh, says they won't vote for her under any circumstances. Uh, certainly in some states, uh, she's so toxic, she won't even be able to campaign there other than to raise money. But you have to remember, if she were to come back and win tonight, and then win in Pennsylvania on April 22nd and come back from the dead and win this nomination, she wouldn't be the Hillary she is today. Yes. She'd be a different Hillary. Wonder Woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, do we have any better example than John McCain? Mm. This what? is a guy that people were throwing daisies on his grave, and today he's the nominee, and there's no question he is a stronger general election candidate for having been given up for dead and imploded and then come back mm -hmm. than if he had just won the nomination in the first place. Folks, our guest is Ralph Reed. He's president of Century Strategies. Ralph, you brought up John McCain. I want you to listen to this soundbite, uh, and it might be a Freudian slip. I want to ask you a question about this. I will conduct a respectful debate. Now, it'll be dispirited. It'll be spirited because there are stark differences. I'm a proud conservative liberal Republican, conservative Republican. <laughs> Hello. Easy there. <laughs> Ralph, here's the question. Uh, you know, it's a, certainly a slip, but um, there are a lot of activist conservatives that have had fundamental disagreements with John McCain on taxes, on immigration, um, even on embryonic stem cell research. What's McCain got to do to unify the party and the base? Well, I think he's really got to do three things. Number one, uh, he needs to... Uh, develop um, and, and a message of ideological contrast between himself and the Democratic nominee, whoever that should end up being, on taxes, on terrorism, on health care, and on values. If this election is run on personalities, uh, we lose. If mm. it's run on issues, we win. Mm. And so McCain needs to be looking more at an election like, say, 1988, where, where George H.W. Bush was able to push Dukakis to the left and on the Pledge of Allegiance, on the Massachusetts weekend furlough program for violent uh, criminals, uh, on taxes and a range of other issues, he made it a race of sharp contrast. Mm -hmm. Secondly, he needs to pick, in my opinion, a conservative running mate who will excite the grassroots. And thirdly, he needs, to, he needs to, at his convention, both from the podium and in the platform, he needs to make it clear 
that he's going to hew to the uh, the philosophical conservative values of the party. I think if he does those three things, I think even those who were reluctant and ambivalent will come on board and, and he can unite the party and win. Ralph, thank you for being with us. Again, Ralph Reed, president of Century Strategies. We'll have you back soon. Always a pleasure. All right, folks, we want to know what you think. The number is 800-881-9270. Is this sort of playing God to go in and switch parties tonight to try to trip up the opposition? Uh, Ralph Reed said, be careful what you hope for and wish for. Um, You know, anything can happen. A scandal, uh, like a Paul Wellstone airplane crash, um, a heart attack, um, some verbal gaffe. Obama could make it. Hillary could make it. McCain could make it. Huckabee could make it. Can we really second guess? Should we just go in and vote our principles, or should we cross over party lines and try to trip up the opposition? I think we've got uh, Lori on the line, if she's still holding. Lori, are you still there? If so, we want to hear you. Yes, Dr. Johnson, I'm still here. What do you think? Well, I've always voted my conservative values, but after I heard Obama's uh, for, uh, defense plan, I had no choice but to vote for Hillary because we do not need Obama in the White House. Well, we're going to play that defense plan in the next segment, so folks will want to stay tuned to that. But, Lori, it's, it is spooky to hear that plan in my view. Thank you so much. We've got Carissa on the line holding from Arlington. Carissa, thank you for calling and holding. What's your view? Well, my view is that it, it this is absolutely driving me crazy because Mike Huckabee um, loves God. He, he, he believes he's doing what God wants him to do. And people are more afraid of the outcome and they're not mm-hmm. trusting God. And um, to go over and, and vote for the Democrats because they they don't want you know, John McCain to lose, um, is throwing um, less votes towards Huckabee, and that's what is just absolutely irritating the fire out of me. Hey, Carissa, thank you for that call. In fact, we're going to play Mike Huckabee right now. My obituary was written so many times last year that I have more collection of uh, obit notices than I do birth announcements for the campaign. Penna, would it be a better use of, of a, a conservative's vote to, to vote for Huckabee to send a message to the Republican Party and to John McCain that there are a lot of conservatives out there that want a constitutional amendment on human life. I think if uh, Huckabee gets a good showing in Texas, it will show the Republican Party, first of all, uh, who tends to sometimes shy away from the social issues, and also the McCain campaign, that these issues are very important to Texans. Texas is a very important state. And Hillary even said in an earlier soundbite that she wants Texas to be in play for the Democrats and thinks that's possible. And I do, too, because there were a lot of Democrats voting today. Whether they were real Democrats or not, they were there. So, you know, this has been a Republican conservative state. It needs to stay that way, and I think if people vote that way, it will send a message. All right, folks, um, we're going to keep this discussion going. This discussion will continue. We've got another expert coming on in the next segment. We've got callers holding on the line. And I want to remind you, the polls are open until 7. Also, at 7 o'clock on KCBI 90.9, we will have live coverage and analysis. Pennedexter will be there. Carl Jeffers on the left. Pennedexter's Dexter on the right, and they'll be duking it out, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and that'll be a lot of fun. Sharon Geiger, the news team at KCBI, I'll be calling in from my polling place and telling you what I see uh, in those hours, so don't miss that. But coming back up, we've got Michael Erickson. He's already on the line, ready to hit it. We've got Angela. 
Caroline voted for Bill Clinton. We're going to talk to her when he come back. If you can hold on the line, Caroline, we'll talk to you. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Penna Dexter. Obama's defense plan coming up next as well. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. I really admire that. I think that, uh, you know, the, the ability to inspire and, and certainly get people involved that we've seen from Senator Obama is wonderful. All right, that's Hillary Clinton saying she admires Obama's idealism. But today, uh, a lot of conservatives, Republicans, actually switching over, voting for Hillary to uh, keep the Democrat race going, to keep the liberals fighting one another. What do you think of that? We've got Angela on the line. Angela, what do you think of that strategy? Well, actually, all day long I've been toying with it. Now, after listening to your program, though, I have decided, since I haven't gone to vote yet, that I'm going to go ahead and vote for Huckabee and Mm. pray for a miracle and then just maybe if John McCain wins, he'll pick Huckabee for his running mate. Do the right thing. Leave the results to God. Boy, that's always a safe, I think that's a safe approach right there, Angela. Thank you for that call. We've got Caroline on the line from Fort Worth. Caroline, what do you think about this uh, crossover strategy? Well, um, I, I see what your uh, caller previous uh, just before me said, but... Um, I'm a conservative Christian, and if I could have my hand pick of presidents, I would buy, for sure pick Mike Huckabee. Mm. But I felt like today that um, one of the first times, really, we've had the opportunity in Texas to really make a difference was with this primary. And um, I'm just, I, I really have a, a fear of, of Obama. I don't want him as my president. I feel as though Hillary would be easier for the Republicans to beat in the next November election. And so if Basically, I picked the lesser of two evils, and, <laughs> right. in my opinion, and I chose Hillary and voted for Hillary um, so that hopefully we can um, win in November. And if we don't, we'll still have Hillary, who is very liberal, but not even close to as liberal as Obama is. There's no doubt about it. Obama is the most liberal candidate in the race, except Ralph Nader who doesn't show up on the radar screen right now. Thanks so much, Caroline. And so she's with Rush Limbaugh and Laura Ingram. It's a very interesting strategy, and uh, I think lots of people are actually following it. Um, we have someone to talk about uh, talk about this with, and uh, he is a Republican strategist. Michael Erickson is chairman of Republicans for the National Interest. Uh, this organization promotes conservative principles in the Republican Party. So uh, good time, uh, good question to ask him, I think, is this whole strategy of Republicans voting for Hillary. Michael, thanks so much for uh, so much for joining us. Well, thank you very much. Uh, in Texas, I really think that a lot of Republicans are voting for Hillary Clinton because there's a big turnout on the Democrat side, and this tends to be a Republican state. What do you think of that strategy? Well, I know that Rush Limbaugh and some other uh, talk show hosts have been promoting this uh, within the past week or so, the idea being to facilitate uh, a continued nomination battle. Certainly, the longer uh, the Democrats remain embroiled in their own internecine warfare, the better it is going to be for the Republicans in the long run. And uh, the fact of the matter is, right now, the, the contest, in both Ohio and Texas, looking at the exit polls, are uh, essentially deadlocked, which means that uh, the likelihood 
is that neither side will come out as a clear winner in the delegate count coming out of this evening. We already know that Hillary Clinton is going to proceed uh, regardless of what the outcome is. She's pretty much made that clear. So I think the strategy of keeping the battle alive may actually be uh, helpful. Michael, uh, this is Jerry Johnson. Let me ask you this question. Now, aside from these Republicans going over to the Democrat side to try to influence their contest, I'm looking at some results from early voting. Right. And you've got here in Dallas County uh, in the 2004 election, 1% registered Democrats in early voting. Now we have in 2008, 10%. Yeah. Uh, Collin County, same thing, 1% in 04, 10% in 08. Harris County, that's Houston, same thing, 1% in 04, 10% in 08. That is a tenfold increase of early voting among the Democrats. Here's my question for you. Should the Republicans, should conservatives be concerned, actually, that the Democrat Party is energized uh, and there's just not going to be a way to compete with them? Absolutely. I think that's the number one concern facing the Republican Party going into the general election. Uh, I believe it is fairly well known, at least among analysts, that the Republican Party is facing a very weak uh, support from its own base, and it's facing a very, very difficult problem in some key states, such as Ohio, for example, where the, where the Republican State Party there has been embroiled in scandal for some time now, and is in a very weakened condition. So when you have the combination of uh, infrastructural weakness and a base that simply is not as enthused as their Democrat counterparts, I think that the, the problem of an energized Democrat base is something Republicans need to take very seriously. And uh, the fact of early turnout is an indication of enthusiasm. It's an indication of people really believing that they have the White House in their grasp, and I think it's something that uh, Republicans need to be very concerned about. Ultimately, these national elections are won or lost, not so much by the personalities or the gaffes or the, uh, even the debate performances, although we tend to give a lot of attention to those matters, but really they're won or lost based upon the structural abilities on the ground. Which party gets their base out to vote more effectively? And a lot of this is behind the scenes. A lot of this is the type of work that uh, professionals and experts worry about. But really, that's how you're going to win this election. Right now, I would contend that the Democrats actually have the upper hand. Michael Erickson is with us. And, uh, Michael, I noticed that the Obama campaign has really been on the ground here in Texas. They are reaching out to Republicans. They're knocking on Republican doors, calling Republicans. Uh, blanketing neighborhoods. They've got a real organization, and I think they've also had a very good Internet organization. Uh, A lot of it has to do, though, with money, and once you get a uh, Republican nominee, the money follows, doesn't it? Uh, Generally, the money will follow, uh, and I I mean, certainly there's there's no doubt that John McCain is going to start making a lot of money over the next few months, uh, and by the time you get into the summer you're going to have essentially parity between the Democrat and Republican parties. Right now, the Democrats have a clear advantage in the, in the, in the fundraising game, uh, but I think you are going to have parity by the time you get to around July or August. And in part, that's going to be facilitated by the fact that the Republican contest 
is more or less finished by now. Let me ask you another question. Who mobilizes, in your mind, Republicans better? A far-left uh, Obama whose um, positions on issues is beginning to come out more now, or just a Clinton? I believe, ultimately, it's Hillary Clinton. I believe that the antipathy <laughs> that uh, Republican rank-and-file voters have towards her is uh, transcends even uh, the, the extreme leftist views of, of Barack Obama. Interesting. Uh, it's, it's, it's very personal, uh, and it, it's, it's very visceral and real. You just talk to the average rank-and-file voter. They have a visceral disdain for Hillary Clinton in a way that they do not have towards Barack Obama. And I think that, really, when you're talking about energizing rank-and-file people to walk the extra precincts, to make the extra phone calls, a lot of times those visceral personal uh, connections outweigh the uh, ideological differences. Michael Erickson, Chairman of Republicans for the National Interest. Michael, thank you for being with us. Thank you very much. All right, folks, let's go to the lines now. We want to find out what you're doing, what you're seeing, what you think of this strategy. Some voting for Hillary Clinton, even though they're conservative Republicans, in order just to confuse the opposition. Here's Mary from the colony. Mary, thank you for calling. What's your view? Well, I only have one vote, and I better make it right. So I voted for Mike Huckabee um, because my son is in the military, and I want the best for them. Mm. And that's all I have to say. Good for you, Mary. Thank you so much for calling. We've got Deborah on the line from North Richland Hills. Deborah, what's your view? How are you voting? Hi, thank you, Dr. Johnson. I voted early. I voted for Mike Huckabee, and I think we need to just stop this strategizing what yeah. this is is gambling and we need to not gamble our vote to the democrats thanks so much deborah for that call let's go to bill now from dallas bill what do you think how did you vote i voted for mike huckabee because i agree you got to stand on your principles of what you believe but to be honest with you uh whether barack or hillary get in there i think they're going to choose each other as vice presidential candidate mm. and it's going to be very tough to beat them because you've been looking at the number of votes out there the Democrats versus Republican, they're getting out and voting, and I got a feeling that they're going to take, especially with McCain. He's just, I think he's too old to be able to run and uphold the pace that, that needs to be taken. So I got a feeling we're going to see Hillary Rock in there, or both of them. Thanks so much, Bill. All right, we've got David on the line from Mesquite. We've got three Huckabee advocates in a row. Bill, uh, David, excuse me. David, how did you vote? How do you see this? I voted for Mike Huckabee because I think Four. he's the best choice. Uh, you know, in this contest between McCain and Huckabee, it was actually what brought me out to vote because normally I don't vote in primaries. But uh, I think it was very important to give uh, Huckabee a real chance. Thanks so much, David. And um, we got one other caller I'm going to try to squeak in. That's four in a row for yeah. Huckabee. It's fascinating, Penna. I think our listeners are voting their values in their mm. hearts. Caroline from Fort Worth, what's your view? Hello, this is Carolyn. I'm on my way to vote for Mike Huckabee, right. and I'm praying that God knows the heart of those Republicans that are crossing over. <laughs> he does. Oh, that's a warning, I guess. Well, listen, folks, uh, the Declaration of Independence says we're endowed by the Creator with a right to life. That's fundamental, of course, for the Bible, but also for the founding of this country, the right to life. So this is not about politics. This is about principles. It's about biblical principles. It's actually about principle number one in the Declaration of Independence. Do unborn children have a right to life? 
to old people, comatose people, poor people, have a right to life? If they do, should we protect that right to life under the law? Voting your values. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Penn and Dexter. We're going to let Barack Obama talk about his foreign policy when we come back. If you're looking for a college experience that is distinctively Christian, come to Criswell College. Contact us today for information about the upcoming term. Criswell College places a strong emphasis on the Word of God, a Christian worldview, and being an effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ. Criswell College is totally committed to the Bible as the authoritative, inspired, and inerrant Word of God to ensure that every student receives a solid biblical and doctrinal foundation. Our worldview approach to ministry prepares every Criswell College student to view each academic discipline through a Christian frame of reference and to engage our culture and the world of ideas from a Christian perspective. Along with this word and worldview emphasis, each Criswell College student gets hands-on ministry training in missions and evangelism to be an effective witness through mission trips at home and abroad. Contact Criswell College today for information about the upcoming term. Call 1-800-899-0012 or on the web go to criswell.edu. That's chriswell.edu. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's Penna Dexter. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to finish out the program. Dr. Johnson is actually headed to vote and also to uh, caucus to go to his uh, uh, precinct convention. And uh, I wanted to remind you that that is something that you can do tonight. You can go to your precinct convention after the polls close, uh, show up about 7 o'clock, and you can have an influence over the platform and uh, also become a delegate and move on up the process to the state convention. I've done this every... uh, Every election cycle, every primary cycle since I've lived in Texas, which is about, um, I've lived here since 1990, and this is the first time I will not be doing that. I'm hoping that my neighbors will actually select me as a delegate because I'd still like to go. It's really great to be involved in the process and to get your values enshrined in the platform for the state of Texas. So that's just a reminder. Also another reminder uh, that uh, KCBI will be covering Today's primary uh, from 7 uh, to, I don't know, what time, 9.30 maybe, 10 o'clock? Uh, anyway, join us 7, 7 o'clock on. We're going to have lots of great guests. I'm going to be heading over to KCBI after today's program. And uh, we will have uh, coverage anchored by KCBI's Dennis Page and Sharon Geiger. Uh, Chris Howell is reporting in from the Obama campaign headquarters in San Antonio. Joining us will be several great guests. We'll have Kelly Shackelford uh, from the Free Market Foundation. Tom Pawkin, who used to be uh, GOP chairman for Texas, will be calling in. Uh, Tony Perkins from the Family Research Council. Also, Harry Jackson, who's co-written a book about Tony Perkins. We're going to talk about uh, how does the Republican uh, social conservative uh, movement continue to grow strong. Uh, They think it will, and uh, they don't think that it's curtains for the social conservatives. And uh, we'll have Carl Jeffers, a Democrat talk show host and sort of a a liberal counterpoint to me, I guess. Uh, we'll be mixing it up a little bit. So we hope you'll join us tonight on KCBI at 7 o'clock and on. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking your calls, 800-881-9270, about this strategy of voting for Hillary. What do you think about it? Uh, let's go to Bob in Terrell. Bob, thanks for calling. 
Yes, Penna. Today uh, I voted for Huckabee because he supports the Christian viewpoint, and uh, he says that the unborn should have life. To cross over and vote for Hillary, to me, is a sinful act because she uh, supports the viewpoints of Satan, as did her husband. And we must re- remember in Proverbs 22, it says that uh, when the righteous are in, uh, in power, uh, the, uh, we rejoice. And when uh, the wicked man rules, the people groans. We need to remember how we groaned uh, for eight years under Bill Clinton. And then we groaned uh, for two or three years uh, when the Republicans got power again. Thanks, Bob. It's actually Proverbs 29, uh, verse 2, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice when a wicked man rules, the people groan. And, uh, of course, you know, when you vote, you're actually voting uh, to get an outcome. And I think that's what these folks who vote for Hillary are still trying to do. They're trying to get an outcome. I want to defend them a little bit because they're looking at the outcome. Uh, They're not maybe voting their heart and their values when it comes to the specific candidate, but they are looking at an outcome that they hope would bring them the the most, I guess, biblically close to biblical positions candidate, which they think, I guess, is John McCain, uh, that can possibly be elected. But, you know, there are others hoping for a Huck miracle, (laughs) and that is still possible in Texas. So we continue to take your calls. Let's go now to Brenda in seven points. Brenda, thanks for calling. Brenda, are you there? I think we may have lost Brenda. Let's go to Jason, uh, who's been holding from Dallas. Hi, Jason. Thanks for calling. Hello. Yes, I was calling. I think that people should pray and ask God for wisdom on who to uh, vote in in today's election. I feel that it's a scheme of the devil, straight up, uh, that you have to devise plans to try to get in the office. If God hadn't pointed him to be in the office, he won't be in the office, regardless of how hard you pray and how, how hard you seek his face or whatever the case may be. What God has for whoever to get in the office is for them to be in the office. Well, that's and, really true, but uh, he gives us the opportunity to use our minds and to vote. And, you know, that's the way our system is set up in America. So I appreciate your call. Thank you so much. I want to very quickly, because we promised that we would uh, air this clip of Barack Obama speaking to a group about what his foreign policy would be. Of course, we've talked about the fact that he's going to do everything short of same-sex marriage for the homosexuals. He's been promising that this week. Uh, But let's go to that clip now, Larry. I'm the only major candidate who opposed this war from the beginning. And as president, I will end it. Second, I will cut tens of billions of dollars in wasteful spending. I will cut investments in unproven missile defense systems. I will not weaponize space. I will slow our development of future combat systems. And I will institute an independent defense priorities board to ensure that the quadrennial defense review is not used to justify unnecessary spending. Third, I will set a goal of a world without nuclear weapons. To seek that goal, I will not develop new nuclear weapons. I will seek a global ban on the production of fissile material. And I will negotiate with Russia to take our ICBMs off hair trigger alert and to achieve deep cuts in our nuclear arsenals. Barack Obama would basically disarm the United States of America. I think people need to understand that as they look at this. And uh, we are talking strategy here. We have a few more minutes on the program, so let's take another call from Terry in Athens. Terry, thanks for calling. Hey, how are you doing? Great. Um, I, I just don't understand uh, why, the, why they're going to vote for Hillary to prevent um, Barack from winning and in the, in the pretense of 
that way it'll be easier for McCain to win because, in in my opinion, McCain is a liberal. Uh, he I don't view him as conservative or or Republican. Uh, his views on some things are just as liberal as you can get. But you've you, you know the the bottom line is you've basically got a choice right now uh, unless right. something would happen. The delegate count is such that it's either going to be Barack or Hillary versus McCain. Right, and 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 the people that are are going to vote for Hillary, to, that way it'd be easier for McCain to win. That's what they think. Yeah, I I just don't see how they can in good conscience do that because you're going to get a liberal anyway. <laughs> That's right. So who's the least liberal of the candidates? That's really the uh, choice that people have to make right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we thank you for joining us today. We appreciate uh, the fact that you are engaged and involved. If you have not voted, you can still vote until 7 o'clock. If you don't know who to vote for in the down-ballot races, you can go to TexasVote.com, TXVote.com. It will give you some easy information uh, to help you on those down-ballot races. I think that's one reason to vote your party is because you can vote the down-ballot race. Join us also later this evening for uh, coverage on KCBI. Uh, We'll keep you posted about the results, not only in Texas, but also in the other states where primaries are being held. We'll have lots of great guests joining us, and uh, we'll try to continue talking about this strategy uh, that some folks are following in the state of Texas, uh, whether it panned out, whether it was a good idea or not. Lots of things to talk about, and uh, we appreciate you joining us on Jerry Johnson Live. And remember, uh, the bottom line is, is to stay involved so that your biblical values can reign and have influence in this nation. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live, a Christian worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.